fourth season, um, the 19th episode, The Real Word. Shout out to everybody who's been watching. Shout out to everybody who's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far thus far. Um, shout out to everyone that's been supporting the movement. Shout out to everyone that follows us on Instagram. That's The Real Word Ministries, Inc. On Instagram, that's The Real Word Ministries, Inc. On Instagram. Shout out to everyone that follows us on, um, that logs into our website, that's www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's www.therealwordministriesinc.org. We also on Facebook at The Real Word 7. That's The Real Word number 7 on Facebook. We also on the Brick Network every um, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m., 4 p.m. So sorry, we on The Brick on 12 p.m., 4 p.m., and 1 a.m. So that's every Thursday. Check your local cable listings. Um, what's up, Sanders? Hey, well, what's good? It's your boy, Pastor Santa Commode, the big Zoe, the man of Christ, Tom Hagen in the building. I want to give a shout out to my sister tonight. Um, tell the people who you are, my dear. Hi, my name is Coco Chanel. I'm a singer, songwriter, dancer, choreographer. So I'm excited to be here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We're wonderful, wonderful things about you. So basically, tell the people um, what is Coco Chanel about? So um, my purpose and my mission is to inspire a lot of youth because I come from like fatherless home and growing up poor and having to struggle for so much. I want to be there and teach dance and things that you probably can't afford. I'm there to help you try to achieve your goals and everything. Wow, wow, That's wow. That's amazing. So what made you finally recognize your purpose and everything? I was, it was actually a few years ago. I was living in a shelter. Um, I, was super, um, I was super depressed and I was a kid and I never knew that a kid could go wow. through something like that, you know? Mm. And seeing a lot of young girls my age and even younger also going through that. I was like, well, it's a bunch of girls that don't do anything. So let me just teach dance here. Let's try wow. it and everything. And then I wound up having 50 girls in the same building I live in, having 50 girls dancing all over the place. We threw a little show that we weren't even supposed to there and wow. everything. And so when I moved to Brownsville, I said, okay, like I couldn't see those girls again, but I wanted to do the same thing for more kids. And that's what I'm doing now. Mm. That's amazing. And how old are you? 20. Oh my God! Wow. Shout out to the Ville. Shout out to the whole Brooklyn. Yes. By, yo, the way you moving, by 21, 22, you're gonna be a millionaire. I appreciate that. Like that thing that's so beautiful. Like to come from struggle, mm -hmm. to come from depression, to come from a situation where you didn't have nothing, right. and you're here today. Mm -hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing. That's what sells out. What's your Facebook and your IG so the people at home can follow you? So my Facebook is Coco Chanel, C-O-C-O-A-C-H-A-N-E-L. C-H-A-N-E-L. Yes. And my Instagram is called me, Coco Chanel. It's called underscore me, underscore C-O-C-O-A-C-H-A-N-E-L. And shout out to your homegirl too, your queen right there. Shout out to her too because she, I think it's a beautiful thing to see Sisters supporting sisters, sisters building sisters, sister encouraging sisters. Yes. Thank God is you know we got to give credit because you know there's a lot of dry hand yes. out here. Real quick, her name is Tashi Moore. Oh, nice. Dances with me. Okay, that's what's, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So boom. So what was the latest project that you just um that you guys just did and everything like that? So we got to perform with Total Control and it was my first time performing for them. And I was super excited because the environment was so different and the energy was so, like, everyone was super supportive. Okay. And so when we got there, we was like, you know, we were a little nervous. Yeah. It's an older crowd, so okay, let's try. And performing, like, it was just like all that nervousness went away because everyone was super supportive. I'm so thankful for that. So, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So from that situation, that happened about, like, maybe a month or two months ago? Um, no, we performed for them, like, maybe a week or two ago. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, it was and, super recent. And so, and so from that situation... 
how did like the receptiveness with the people and everything like that? So thankfully, like posting everything, whatever, we have so much love. We yeah. record all of our performances, wow. we post all of our performances. And we got such positive feedback and so much love from adults and parents and people wow. that like haven't seen our work before. And so this was like, wow, like, you know, keep going. And it was really motivating. That is what's yeah, up. Yeah, you are a, such an inspirational breath of fresh air. I appreciate like, that. Like, for real, for we need that. Like, real <laughs> talk. Like, when you meet people in the same type of time and everything like that. So, my thing is that, let me ask you this, right? Where do you see yourself, like, five years from now? Um, I definitely want to grow. Like, I don't see a specific place, but I definitely okay. want to grow. I want to have my own team of okay. background dancers and stuff. I want okay. to be my own choreographer. I do my own hair and makeup, so I also want to teach that. Oh, you do your own hair and makeup, yeah. okay? Yo, ladies, you, you hear this? <laughs> you support this black queen, you heard? That's amazing, okay? I appreciate that. Man, I'm inspired. I'm blown away, <laughs> like, for real, for real. Um, I also design clothes, so I really okay. want to design my own leotards. Okay. And um, have, like, culture leotards. Like, I've been planning things all along. What is, what is leotard? So leotards are like, um, it's really popular in the ballet community. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, like a one piece, you look like a one piece like bathing suit. You see? You know, like the bathing suit, exactly. Yeah, wow. So, um, yeah, so I want to design my own leotards. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cool. Well, this is my brand right here. This is my brand. Nice. If you know, it's Don't Count Spread Love Now. Yes. I'm going to have shirt sweaters and hoodies. I'm looking for wholesalers. If you know y'all want to sell, make some money, mm -hmm. let's let's do that. Also, I know a printing spot that's owned by a black person. Hey. He make coats and all that. Ah, ah, ah. We could go check him right by Nordstrom and Church. Mm -hmm. And he's decent prices. And we can make that happen. Definitely. Nice. So That's what was amazing. some of your what was some of your inspirations for dancing? Like or who was some of your inspirations for dancing? Well, it was definitely my brother. When he was young, he was a dancer and I danced too, but I was a little more shy. Mm -hmm. I wasn't as confident. And my mom is a dancer as well, a singer. But um as far as like celebrities, definitely like Chris Brown, Rihanna, oh my God. Beyonce. That's like I heavily seek them. And um What about Janet and Michael? Oh, oh. <laughs> that goes without saying. MJ, for sure. Do you feel like you're still shy? I think I do get nervous. I don't think I'm ever going to not get nervous, but I'm not as shy. Okay, okay. I'm confident about what yeah, I Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's what's up. Um, I wanted to ask you this. So, um, what is one thing you would want to tell a younger person um, that's going to get into your field? Um, what, would you, what would you advise them to do? I advise you to write down everything you want to do, like your goals. Like if you want to sing, if you want to dance, okay, I want to learn how to do ballet. Mm -hmm. I want to get better at hip hop or whatever it is. Write down everything you want to do because I feel like you're going to slowly like manifest it and you're going to start knocking down goals without even realizing that you are. Like um, a vision board, right? Into, exactly. You're going to speak it to existence. Uh. And another thing that's like heavy that I have, that I'm still learning to this day, mm -hmm. is don't let nobody tell you you can't do something. That's and a if fact. They do, that should be pushing you like, all right, watch me do it. Trust you know? me, we've had our shares like right. heavy. behind my That's back. Heavy. Yeah, right in my Same. face. So, yeah, <laughs> definitely write down your goals yeah. and everything you want to do. And don't let nobody tell you nothing. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That's amazing. We actually did that ourselves. We used to write on the board that's on the door. And yeah. one of our goals was to become a 501c3. Yeah. We did that. Yes. Yeah. Another goal that we had was to get our own website. We did that. Yeah. Um, another goal we had was to get on TV. We did that. <laughs> so um, a lot of the goals that we did, we did. Um, right now, we got the goal of doing 50,000 diapers. Um, that's Sanders' dream right there that he over, wants to do. Over, over, <laughs> over 50,000. Over, Of course, of course. Um, and shout out to um, 
George Adam Parker, who's working with us now. You know, he's a yeah. great guy. He's helping us with the marketing and uh, um, promotional side. So shout out to him. Yeah. So, you know, it all started off as a dream, dream but then yeah. as we continue, like you say, we manifested into yeah. reality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's sort of how you um, decode the matrix, right? Yeah. Even in the Bible, it says in order for man to be born, he must come out the matrix, which means he must come out the womb and he must be born. So mm-hmm. um, if we use that in a metaphoric sense, um, we must come out of our comfort zone in order I to become sure. bigger, you know? Yeah, yeah man. So I just love the energy in this room. The energy is very um, magnetic and very pure. So I wanted to basically ask this. Um, so I wanted to ask, how do you deal with discouragement? Um, I do get, like, as much as I get positive feedback, I get negative. And I do post the negative feedback. I don't put no names or nothing. But I post it just to show, like, of course, there's going to be people that's there for you and there's going to be people that's not. Yeah. And for me, like, I also see it as encouragement. I try to turn the words of someone say, oh, you didn't, that wasn't all that. Like, you're not really that good. I'm like, okay, so I know I need to work on my performance. I need to work on, I turn it to something like a critique and just work on it. That's that's well, the thing is that, you know, in everything that you do in life, um, everything that you do in life, you have to always work, work hard for it. Like, I think... I know for a fact that Beyonce has a wonderful work ethic. Mm-hmm. She's on it, on it, on it, on it, on it. Anybody that's creative, you know what I'm saying? So I think that anything that you do, you got to be on it, on it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's good to be critical. I think as friends, we, are, we always have to be critical of, of ourselves. You know, of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, Ricard has strengths. I have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I have weaknesses. He has strengths. You know, weaknesses, strengths. So we, we, we balance each other. And I think what's important is that as we critique each other, but we critique each other for the intent right. to build each other. Right. And I think that's 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 what we need to really um, realize because you know people will show you who they are. Right. You know, believe them or not, they'll show you. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, just keep going for your dreams, keep flying, keep soaring, and you know, like I said, w- listen. I would like to know what is it that we can do for us to help you win. We wanna, yo, we wanna help you win, man. What can we do? So, um, I'm so excited to be here. Why is that? Why is that? I'm so excited because, like, I was like, I don't know what to expect, and I like new things. Yeah. I like things I've never done before, so I've never done something like this before. Oh, you've never been, so interview- you, 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 you never been interview- interviewed? Yes, interviewed. You, but by who? Was, was the last place you did? It was the last place I did Wems Radio, and I did a few other, like, um, low radios, like, low key radio stations. Okay. But I didn't really excited. I don't know. I just. Okay, so you've excited. done this before. In a way, yeah. But, okay. but I never did it with you guys before. That's what, what I was What's the difference? The difference is that um, it's two guys, right? Nobody what? is like women and stuff. We support each other heavy. Yeah. yeah. And so we got like the opposite sex, like supporting you. It's like, okay, I'm yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for a while. This is the 98th episode, I believe. Yeah. Nice. So, in our fourth season, so we've been doing this for a while. Like, our job is to just help other people. Yeah. You know, as individuals, I had, a, I had a big social media following. Pastor Sanders had a big social yeah. media following. So, we put it together, and our yeah. following turned into all of this. It and, right. it, and it grew into multiple companies, yeah. too. So, you know, we we literally beat the odds. So, if we, if we could help sure. other people, wow. then sure. we can. That's how real That's a true word. That's how real. True word. Yeah. Live, too. Yeah, that's all good. Wow. True word. It's all good. The truth is the truth. <laughs> yeah, the truth is the truth. Wow. So yeah, guys, now you know what's behind the banner. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, it was just, it's just a good feeling to help support other people yeah, within our community and to help other people as well build and to grow and yeah. to 
you know, just help push the movement, you know? And we use this platform as a networking device to meet different people, to bring different people in, to showcase them to the world, you know? So the more people that watch, the more people that join, the more people yeah. that come in through the door, it's like a gateway and then we funnel it out to whoever in the universe that accepts it. Cause like I said, man, I just wanna just go back, man, like your biggest, your biggest enemy will be your own people. Right. And even if you pay them, they'll still hate on you. I've mm -hmm. seen that. Right. Even if they own their own building. I'm not taking shots, but it is what it is. <laughs> they will still, yo, yo, it's real. It's real out here. So I think for me, and I think for Ricard, I really don't want to make nobody's path difficult. Mm. Because you're really going through your situation and you're going through your situation. Right. I don't know what's going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I want to do what I can to help your situation better so we can all win. Right. Because I know how it feels, yo. It mm. real is real out here. Um, I remember when I started ministry, um, people didn't take me serious at first mm. because I was rapping. You know, I was rapping from the age of nine to like 17. Mm -hmm. I was in the streets for nine since when I transitioned. Even my mom at first didn't believe me. But when she heard me speak, she started crying. Mm -hmm. My father heard me speak, he started crying. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I said, you know, it's real. You know, I baptized my little brother too. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's real, it's real. So, um, when Catch her I was I went to be a pastor from my block. Um, they was like, yo, bro, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I want to do this. They was like, you know, don't turn me. I'm like, I'm not going to turn me. But they was always say, please, <laughs> please, don't please don't forget where you come from. Always told me to please don't forget us. Don't forget us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going to school, coming back. Now, I'm not really, like, speaking as much. I'm really focused on my neighborhood now, focused on my community. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really reassuring to them, you know what right. I'm saying? So I'm just letting you know that, you know, at first people will will doubt you because they used to see you doing this. When they see you transitioning, like, yo, this is who we this is who we is. You feel mm -hmm. me? I'll tell you this one, just to encourage you. We did our first crusade when I was like the age of 17. Mm -hmm. It was me like four other young people. So we used to always preach across the across the city. Right. And we get a lot of other people to speak. So they told us behind our backs, not in front of my face, mm -hmm. that we wasn't gonna do a crusade. Wow. And we did our first Youth Crusade right in Empire, New York Avenue. Wow. And we baptized over 25 people. I brought over 5,000 people to the Lord. Wow. Yeah, so I'm just letting you know that, you know, what you may feel is impossible, mm -hmm. God will make possible for you, you know? When, when God closes the door for you, no man can open it. And when, um, when God opens the door for you, no one can close it. Mm -hmm. And a perfect example is Noah. You know Noah, right? Mm -hmm. He was telling the people for 120 years, it was gonna rain, it was gonna rain, it was gonna rain, it was gonna rain. It never rained. It never rained at that time. Right. How the trees and the flowers would grow is there would be a mist in the bottom that would grow it. This is mm -hmm. for you. This is mm -hmm. for you to let you know that you're gonna go far, and for you too, my sister. So they was laughing at him, they was joking at him, they was mm -hmm. chastering him. God gave Noah instructions to build the ark, but he never told Noah how to close the ark. That's the word for you guys who are watching. So boom, right? So God gave instruction. Two by two, male and female, male and female, male and female of animals go in. God closes the ark. Noah does not close it. God closes it. The Bible says it began to rain. 
and they was crying out Noah. The Bible, if, if, if I was Noah and they were crying out, I would have told God, let them die. But Noah said, Noah tried to plead, but it was too late. So well, just let Why you would go. you let them die? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little, you, you, you watched the Cat of Monte Cristo? You watched the Cat of Monte Cristo? Or the Illusionist? You, 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 you guys gotta watch the Cat of Monte Cristo. No? The Cat of Monte Cristo basically is, is, about, is about a guy who was naive. He had a friend who had more money than him. He was jealous of him, right? And after that, his man tried to plot, Elizabeth tried to plot over his, his girl. Ain't that crazy? Play I just said, yo, you gotta watch that. You gotta watch that movie. I feel like I'm Dom Tess. I mean, that's, that's him. And after that, like, he, he got him into jail, lied on him. And after that, he went to jail for like 15 years, right? Then after that, he came back and he got his revenge. And like, literally got his revenge. But after he got his revenge, like, God basically just like, you know, was like, you know, he became whole again after. So that's a good movie to watch. It's a movie to let you know, like, don't doubt people, period. Right. And if people have more than you, they'll feel away about you. But anyway, I say this to you is because, um, it's because at the end of the day, like, yo, God has a plan for y'all. God has a plan for y'all. The doors that God is about to open for y'all, no man gonna close. They'll be like, yo, how did they get here? Yo, it's God's plan. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to encourage you by. Mm. Speaking of that, right? Um, yeah. What's been in the news recently is the whole situation about the young man, um, the young black man that got killed in his home um, by the white female police officer. Recently, she was sentenced to 10 years in jail. And a lot of people are saying that the trial is looking funny because she got 10 years for murder when there's other people that got 25 for um, lesser offenses. And they're saying that she could um, get off on after five years for good behavior. After four after four, and also a lot of people are saying that the way the family treated her, as in the brother giving her a hug in court, the father saying one day you want to be the friend, um, the other CO brushing the girl's hair, a lot of people said that it's kind of weird and that they feel like that set us back because it's almost like she got away with murder, with murdering an innocent man and then we forgave them publicly, we as in black people, and the same thing happened in the Charleston church shooting, right? Where um, Dalen Roof went inside a church, he shot it up, and the people was like, oh, let's forgive him, let's forgive him, let's forgive him. Um, but meanwhile, we see other races say, never forget, never forget. But yeah, we're always the quick to forgive. What do you guys think about that? Your thoughts for Cousin Rex? Oh, it's crazy, because someone just asked me about that as well. And I think, um, I personally feel like, when we forgive people, we got to be aware of what, what it is that we're forgiving them for, you know? And I find it, I found it hard to believe that we was so easily forgiving this woman, but we wouldn't, like, oh, embracing this woman, I should say, mm -hmm. but we wouldn't embrace, like, a gay person, or we wouldn't embrace someone that's, that chooses to live a different lifestyle as us, mm -hmm. you know? So um, I don't really, I don't really know yet how I feel about them embracing her, yeah. because I haven't followed the story much yet. Yes, sir. But as far as, like, what I know now, like, wow, wow. But you know so crazy? The thing is that for me, the witness who testified, he got, he got killed. killed. Yeah, he yeah. got killed in his My house. My thing is that I think he got killed in his house too. But the thing is that I think, I think we need to just be very wise because let me yeah. tell you why we need to be wise. 
Number one, every year a black, a couple black women get are missing. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you guys have watched Hidden Colors, but black women are missing at least every year. Are like they disappear. Nobody knows what's going on with them and stuff like that. Just so you know. And um, there's a lot of organ trafficking going black on. Black children right. in general. Yeah, right. there's a lot of going. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is that you watch Get you, you've seen Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. So that that doing is real. So yeah. when I saw that court scenario, I just saw Get Out mm -hmm. because the judge hugged her. The yo, you see, ah, I got you, I got you. Is it, it's level to this. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with the big zone. The thing is that um, the, the judge hugged her. This, the, the police officer comforted her hair. Yeah, he, yeah she brushed her hair. To he brushed see her him. hair. Mm -hmm. Pay attention. And the little brother was like, I forgive you. I forgive you. And the father wants to be friends with her. So my thing is that I'm not saying that we should not forgive, but I'm saying that we should be very cautious on embracing our enemy. Mm -hmm. Because this enemy, for over centuries, has done wicked, wicked, wicked things. Not only to us, but to each other. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? So I think we just need to be very, very, very careful. We need to protect our own. We need to build our own. We need to look out for our own. And we need to put our energy for all these cribs, bloods, and folks who's killing each other. We need to put our energy on those who are really killing us. I'm just saying. So why do you think that energy is displaced right now? As in, like, there's always been uh, a lesser value on the life of a black man versus the life of others. Why is that? Because of the mere fact that psychologically, there's a, um, there's a, uh, there's a, I want to read this to you. It's a, um, it's, it's by the Ku Klux Klan. It's called A Salute to Gangbangers. But while I read that, I'm going to blow your mind. Salute to gangbangers. <laughs> but before I do that, I don't know. If anything you want to say, um, Queen? No, no, yeah, I really want to. I'm you really interested in what you want to say. I'll be ready. I'll be ready for this. I'm ready. All right? This is by um, a Ku Klux Klan member. Salute to gangbangers. Ku Klux Klan. How do you feel about um the ADOS? Um the ADOS is the ancient descendants of slaves. I mean, the, the African right. descendants of slaves. I did not. I got you. Uh, what's that? What? No, I was going to ask, what do you think of the ADOS, the African descendants of slaves? Basically, they're saying that blacks are owed reparations in America. What do you guys think about you that? You didn't owe reparations because at the end of the day, um, blacks um, contributed so much to um, to 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 the society. Right. I mean, what is it that we, we, we haven't contributed? We haven't, touched, right. we haven't contributed. Right. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to my man Fat Joe. He's right. All music was created in Africa. So what about um, Donald Trump saying that that America was was built on the backs of blacks? He actually said that. So what but it's true. It, it's true. true. I agree with that. It's true. All right, boom. You guys are ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So hope you're ready for this, baby. Baby, don't trip. So lower your tone. So <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm hit, baby. Um, okay. The Ku Klux Klan would like to take this time to salute and congratulate all gangbangers for the slaughter of over 4,000 black people since 1975. 
You're doing a marvelous job. Keep killing each other for nothing. The streets are still not yours. They put the word nigga, of course, in ours. You're killing each other for our property. You're killing what could be future black doctors, lawyers, and businessmen that we won't have to complete, that we don't have to compete with. And the good thing about it is that you're killing the youth. So now we won't have to worry about you, he used the word nigga, in generations to come. We would further like to thank all the judges who have ever sentenced those niggas to prison. We are winning again. Yo, wake up, kings, queens. We are winning again. Pretty soon we will be able to go back to raping your women because all the men will be gone. That's deep. That's what they said. So you gang members, keep up the good work. We love to read about the drive-by shootings. We love to hear about how many niggas get killed over the weekends. Yo, this is the reality, my guy. We can tolerate the niggas with the jungle fever for now because <laughs> that further breaks down your race. So for all you kings out here who's dogging black women, who want to celebrate the white women, and I'm not against dating black, listen, listen, I family that are white, I, you know, I family that are Spanish, I'm not against that, but for all you guys who's dogging a black queens, I think it's cool to oh, dog them out and say, well, well, the white woman is better than the black woman, and I celebrate your black woman. Don't get me wrong. If you meet a lovely woman, you feel her, do your thug dizzle. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with that. You feel me? We're not knocking that, but I really so believe the black queen. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, to all gangbangers across the world, we don't love you niggas, but we appreciate your, but we appreciate your, your gangbangers. You are doing a wonderful job in eliminating the black race. Without the men, your women cannot reproduce. You hear this? Unless, of course, we do it for them. Ain't that something? Then, oh, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no, it has to be read. <laughs> then we will have successfully eliminated a race thanks to your help and committing to killing each other. If most of you niggas, gangbangers, can I read this letter? It's okay. Go pull a trigger and kill a nigga. Thank you. Wow. Any thoughts? I think that was a, an aggressive letter. I mean, we could have used some censorship. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in a weird way that I can, like, growing up where I'm growing up now, well, living where I'm living now, yeah. is I'm surrounded by that, yeah. you know? So hearing that is just like, I'm living around that. Yeah. Literally, literally. When I first moved to where I live now, yeah. every day I'm seeing candles, a new set of candles, yeah. you know? Every day I'm seeing a new picture, rest easy, RIP, yeah. a new t-shirt with somebody else's face on it. Yeah, I'm tired. It's so, it's... It reminds me so much of home right now, yeah. you know? And it's so sad because, like, this is not just going on in my neighborhood. Everywhere. It's not just going on in New York, you know? Everywhere. It's going, it's going on everywhere. everywhere. And we've been going through this forever. Yeah. You know? And I feel like it starts at home and it starts yeah. at school and stuff. And we still learn about slavery. That's one thing I always brought up that, like, when, as I change and I get... Once I get to higher grades, my math will change, my social study topics will change. Wow. But we still talk about slavery. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. science topics will change. Yeah. My math change will get harder. And I'm 
in high school still learning yeah. about slavery, you know? And one more for black history. Right. So, mm. exactly. So, it's so crazy because, like, it, it's very aggressive, mm. but it's so true. You know what I'm saying? This is, it's, we're doing the work for them, basically. Yeah, we like, are. We're working for them. We're working for That's them. exactly, they just have to sit back and watch now. But I want to add on the bright side, I want to give a shout out to my man, um, China Mac, and a couple other guys. A couple of Crips, a couple of Bloods Shout that work for GMAC. SOS and GMAC. They're basically um, an organization. Basically, what they do is they reach out to gangsters mm-hmm. who are in the same type of time, and like Nipsey's on that same type of time, mm-hmm. on building a community. So, this Crip that I've been with, this Bloods that I've been with, that they understand and building. Like, for example, I have one of my friends right now. His name is, um, his name is Kevin Joseph, but my little brothers call him YB. Mm-hmm. And he gave like 3,000. 3,000 3, people security jobs mm-hmm. across the city. Right. So in the midst of that. That's a lot of jobs. Yeah, a lot of security jobs. So he has an eight hour, the 16 hour, the FOO. For those who want the security license, everything is, is, is plugged in. So the thing is that in the midst of that, there is positivity. You know what I'm saying? I understand mm-hmm. like the majority, that's what it is. But there's brothers out here and sisters out here who actually, I think we just need to maximize, we need to get this breach and really make a difference yeah, in our the, community. Of course, it's like, it's not everyone that's in yeah, yeah, it's not everyone that lives in the hood like that. that goes no, no, but, 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 if, but if, if you, even if you're a gang, but they're actually those who are actually building. Yeah, of course, that's and, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, not everyone that's in the gang is into violence and only trying to, you yeah. know, size people up and everything. Yeah. Like, there's people that's like, I joined this because it's a family for me. Yeah. And they want to inspire kids. Like, yo, don't do that. Do this. Yeah, 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 fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, we're smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go through, there's times where, like, we might put ourselves in situations that may not be the best, but you have a plan and you're working to grow yourself through it, you know? So, I don't want to say that, like, of course, all gangs and no. No, of course not. That's not true. That's not know? true at all. It's not true. It's but a good dude. what was read is, like, it is heavily true. Yeah. definitely heavily true. And me seeing it, that's how I know it's true. A lot of gangs, they lost, I guess, their original purpose, purpose you know, right. which was to def- protect, to protect the neighborhood yeah. against the KKK. And ironically, they're out here doing the work the of job, the KKK, right. which is, I feel like, a travesty. Um, I feel like most of these young black brothers and even some young black sisters that join gangs, like you said, they join it for a sense of belonging, to mm-hmm. feel like there's something part of something bigger. And I can say that it's kind of our fault as the elders and the older people because we didn't leave much for them, mm-hmm. you know, as in like even us, if we didn't create the real word, right? If we didn't create the real word ministries, um, we don't know that much people with that own businesses that yeah. did it before us, at least not people that came from where we came from. Facts. So now there's people coming after us that are like, ah, Ricard and Sanders did it, so I could do it too, you That's know? And the more the company grows, then we could employ other people too That's and put them on. So, you know... Us and ourselves, we live in testimonies. We're inspiration to people, you know? Um, there's people like Michael Jordan that made billions, literally, but he don't really come back to the hood. He don't really give back, you know? Um, I grew up in the hood. Sanders grew up in the hood. Sanders is from Crown Heights. I'm from Bushwick. I grew up in Bushwick, then I moved to Canarsie yeah. up until I moved Frost. out of Canarsie to, you know? And we've seen it all, you know? Yeah, we And we've lived a lot of different lives and did a lot of different experiences, and it, it is unfortunate. Um, I work in Brownsville now. I work by Atlantic and Sackman, right there in the hood hood. Like, I actually work at a shelter right now, you know? And I've seen poverty, poverty, and I feel like, I, I just want to thank God for helping me to see the different ways that people live, you know? I've worked in Newark, New Jersey. I li- I, I've worked in um, 
Far Rockaway. I've worked in um, I've worked in South Bronx. Um, I worked um, on Jackson Ave, Jackson and Westchester, right by Jackson Projects and in, in the South Bronx. Yes. Um, so I've seen it. You know, I've I've done home visits. I've been to those people's houses. I've seen how people live. You know, I've and I've lived it myself. You know, yes. um, so there is hope. But it takes a lot of focus, and and there's a lot more things that can distract you yeah. from that focus. And if you don't have positive people in your life to yeah. help you focus, then it's easily to be led astray. You know me, I thank God that I had a lot of good mentors, a lot of good men. You know, most yeah. of the men that I knew that looked out for me was teachers. You know, um, some people in the church, yeah. um, some older dudes that. I've met here and there, and some older dudes that I even know now, and they used to tell me, "Yo, you a king, you you're chosen, like you're gonna do something good." And I'm like, sure, I'm fact. like, "Yo, what are you talking about?" And it was a point where I just wanted to get high, party, you know, deal with girls, fool around, get fast money, and do me. But then, like as I grew up and the level of consciousness grew, yeah. and I started to understand that okay, there are people following me whether I like it or not. You know, I started to lean more towards the positivity. And when we start leaning more towards the positivity, there's even more people following us, you know? And you can see that, obviously. Um, so what we're trying to do, the bigger picture yeah. of, of even the whole company, the whole show, and the whole not-for-profit is to help those in need, those Facts. that are living in poverty, those that's living under the 200% poverty level, um, those that are in disenfranchised communities that need the assistance that people have basically forgotten, you know? Um, I'm currently studying clinical social work, and what we do is um, we do a lot of case study paperwork. Um, so I literally write, write papers and I review um, numbers and statistics about people that live in certain neighborhoods. And I've actually wrote three papers on Brownsville. Um, yeah, Brownsville was named after a guy named Brown. Like, that's why it's called Brownsville. Um, so basically, he wanted, to create, he, cre he wanted to create a town that gave people an alternative from the city but because it was so far from the city, not a lot of people wanted to live there because it was so far out. So at first it was a bunch of Jews, like Jews that 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 weren't making much. But as the Jews started to make more money, they moved out. And then as blacks, you know, blacks from the south and blacks that were low income, they started to move into the neighborhood and they lived in like tenement buildings. Like, you know, those eventually evolved into the NYCHA buildings. And it just never grew because it was so far from Manhattan and it was so far from people that wanted to do commerce. One of the major streets is still a major street, is Pickin'. Pickin' was supposed to be right. a major shopping area the way he envisioned his town to be, but it never flourished like that. Wow. And then instead it was just it's dangerous. Instead it was just stuck with a lot of poverty and we know when when there's poverty, there's crime and because people are stealing because they don't have their own and then when poverty and crime becomes drugs, drugs and alcohol because people are trying to numb their senses from what's really going on. Right. And so you put that all inside in the boil in the boiling pot, and Brownsville is one of the neighborhoods that has the most projects per capita in the entire U.S., which means they stack projects on top of projects on top of projects, literally, like you can go there and see. And they put all these people in one spot, and all these people are in one spot with the same background, and they're economically disenfranchised, so then they start to hate on each other because the... The people that really put them in that position, they don't get to see them. So they only see each other. So they're like, okay, I see you in front of me. And so you're the person in front of me. You're the person I'm going to target, you know? Mm -hmm. And 
there's there's good people in these neighborhoods. We can never say that there's not well, good people. Up. There's stand people. Every every day I walk through there, you know. Um, yeah. Some days I step over um dope needles, you know. Just two days ago I stepped over dope needles and I said, damn, there's a kid that's going to school that's gonna step over this, you yeah, know. Sometimes I'm going to work and I see the prostitutes by the bus depot, by the school yeah. bus depots. They be, they be right there by Alabama too. Yeah, and then. You know, all these different things that I'm seeing and me as a grown man is impacting me. I'm like, imagine a child that's seeing this, you know, right. same way um, is right by the bus depot. These kids are on their way to school and the bus, they're going to see this same way. Like I'm walking past, past a bus stop and there's dope needles. These kids that's getting on the bus with their parents, they're going to see this, you know. Right. And also Brownsville per capita has the most homeless shelters as well. A lot of these hotels in these neighborhoods were converted into homeless shelters because there's a homeless epidemic going on mm -hmm. in New York City and they're trying to fix it with all these vouchers but we know there's also a monopoly on real estate in New York where they're trying to make it for the rich so yeah you can have a voucher but there's not a lot of places that's gonna let you come in because you're coming in with the stigma and you're coming in with this voucher that doesn't even cover what they can get in market rent so the whole system is, is, is designed is by design so unless you wake up out the matrix and you see what's going on like you sleep and they rocking you to sleep, like, here, hold this, hold this K2. K2, the synthetic mar marijuana that was created by the government for, for individuals that was in the military so they could smoke, get the high, and, and still pass a drug test. Now you see K2 zombies all over Bushwick, all over Brownsville, you know? So it's like, you ask yourself where this is coming from, where the guns coming from, where's the drugs coming from? We don't own any planes, we don't own any pharmacies, we don't own any pharmaceutical companies. So who's creating this and then dropping it in our neighborhood and then you see people sleeping on the corner and people selling themselves for that high, you know? Even us, we did a lot of work in that neighborhood. We fed, we fed three different shelters and we dropped off multiple clothes in that neighborhood and we fed the homeless, even myself and my youth in the church. I brought the youth there. I loaded up the whole church van and I brought them over there. I said, yo, you, you, you guys think you guys are tough? I'm gonna bring you to a neighborhood and you're gonna see. And I made them make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I made them make um, turkey and, and cheese sandwiches. And we got juices and chips. And we went on foot. And we walked around and we handed out all 200 sandwiches until they were gone. And at first, they wasn't trying to get off that van. I said, you guys going to get off that van because y'all talk all this stuff. Y'all going to do the work. Y'all going to get out of your comfort zone. And you're going to see how other people live. And you're going to feel better about how you live. And you're going to help other people feel better about themselves. And I feel like... That's a way to empower those that will come after us. There have to be more people that's willing to do the work, that's willing to empower the youth, that's going to show the youth how to do better and how to help others. If, if that doesn't happen, then the whole generation is lost because there's a lot of negativity and not that much positivity. That's true. Wow. Anything you want to say, my dear? Um, wow. It's, it's one part that he said you're gonna, you want to have kids inspire other people like to appreciate what you have because it's good to have work, right? And it's crazy, like, knowing kids that I know now. Well, before I moved um, into Browns, I was living in the shelter. So when I moved to Browns, I was like, finally, I got my own place. I don't got to worry about struggling, being homeless, and none of that. And so when I used to tell my friends, like, oh, yeah, I'm moving to Brownsville. They're like, Brownsville? And going crazy and everything. But for me, it was different because I came from something that was, like, sort of less than that. You feel me? I came from somewhere that was very temporary, that could have kicked us out at any moment. Stuff get, used to get stolen, missing, all types of stuff, you know? So that just goes to show, like, appreciate where you live. There's people that have worse. And of course, like, 
you know, you live your own self. Like, you live your own life and things like that. So, but it could be worse for you. And you really have to appreciate where you live and take care of where you live. Because for me, like, it's crazy that he said the needle thing. I don't like littering at all. Like, everybody around me knows they drop some, you picking it right up. Cause I don't do that, you wow. know? Wow. So, look, she know <laughs> I don't play that. So, that's crazy that you say that's that. Crazy. That's um, crazy. On a brighter note, how you guys feel about, um, the Tyler Perry situation, you know, um, he just created his own studio and everything yes. like that. I think that's amazing. That is amazing. Tyler Perry is the truth, man. He is. Use the amazing. mic, bro. Huh? Use the mic. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just strong because the vibe, the vibe is so, yeah, vibe is so lit, is. you know what I'm saying? I'm just about the energy. The energy is just so, like, I'm blown away right now. Yeah, but, but I think Tyler Perry made black history with that one. Yeah. I think he made black history. They he said that did. he has the biggest studio, um, bigger than Universal, bigger than Disney, you know? And he made it in Atlanta. And Atlanta's, like, starting to become the black mecca right now, you know? It um, is the black mecca. Knock on wood, you know, I hope as much as they're building, they're also defending and protecting because we see yeah. in history, usually when blacks come together in one place and they're building and they're unifying. Get they're the strap. Awesomeness, you know, like, unfortunately, unfortunate things happen yeah, get sometimes, the strap. you know. Learn from um, Nipsey. We can say that. Learn from Dr. Sebi. We can say that. You can laugh. Hee hee haw. I see you. We can say that. <laughs> we can say that Atlanta has become the new Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. It has become the new black Wall Street. Yeah. Get the strap, baby. Majority of the black popular people that's made money in the music and entertainment all moved to Atlanta. Like Killer Mike. And they're building that back. T.I., yep. I agree. They got to be protected at all costs. I agree. And, and it's good to see how all the blacks came out and support they it. supported, you right. know, Beyonce, yeah. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, yeah. you know, all these Denzel people. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also amazing because he just got his star as well. Yeah. Like around the same yeah. time. Yeah. So he's amazing. He's doing it right now. He's on he's the same type of time. He's on top right now. Yeah, he is on top right now. He's always helping people. He was giving people opportunity. I think he gave, um, he gave, um, Taraji, um. Her first. Her first meal. Yeah. Her first meal. Yeah. That's what it's about. I think what is amazing is that, like, aside from what he's doing right now, like, what he's been doing, his movies, like, depict black females with jobs, yeah. not just, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, it's not just like, okay, we all broke, yeah, we all yeah. ghetto, we all... Oh, we all thoughts, I agree. Exactly, <laughs> so True. his movies are amazing. That's a fact. And he deserves everything. That's a fact, that's a right fact. Now. But one thing we're going to see going forward now is that we're going to see a lot of black movies. You know, shout out to... Um, there is a lot of black movies. Keenan Peele, I think his right. name is. Keenan Peele and Ava DuVernay yep. um, for all the good work that they did. Um, I think when they see us won a couple Emmys, right? They won a couple Emmys. The guy that plays um, Corey Wise, he won an Emmy Ooh, recently, he was too. Good. Yeah. He was good. He so, made me cry. Yeah, yeah. he did he a great job. Good. He did a he great job. Really so shout out to him. He yeah, He's job. being awarded. And shout out yes. to us. We're being awarded, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> Next month, we're being awarded. Like I said, anything we can do, you know, after this show, anything we can do to, to help you guys to win, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We're going to help each other win because, let me tell you something, we all... We all need each other, man. I appreciate that. That's true. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So do you guys think blacks should get reparations for slavery? Oh, yeah, they should get reparations for slavery. <laughs> of course they should. They should get reparations. All right. So if they do give every black person some kind of reparation, what do you think they should give them? Or how much do you think I, they should give? I think give? they should give each $100,000. <laughs> $100,000? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. DJ Vlad. We all know DJ I Vlad, the should, op. I think they should get every... Black person should get over hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, and I feel that every black person, damn son, yo, they they gonna kill me, but 
hey, I, I got the strap too. But anyway, this is what it is, right? <laughs> With that being said, I feel like everybody, like for example, let's say for example, you and your homegirl, let's say four of your homegirls come together right now. You put maybe $100 aside for two years, mm-hmm. own property, own property, own property, own property. Everybody own their businesses. You know what I'm saying? Take control of your neighborhood and stuff like that. If you really run your neighborhood. I think that would work, but what's hard is that, like, especially living in New York, a lot of people is not supporting each other. Mm. A lot of people pretend to want to see you grow and don't really want to see you grow, Mm. you know? So, of course, like, that's, like, an obvious, like, if we all put our coins together, we can make a dollar, you know? But if if everybody's trying to, like, you know, this mine, this mine, this mine, I'm not trying to help you, I'm not trying to help you, then... Nobody's looking each other up. Everybody's but I don't think we're on that type of time, man. I think we're on a different type of time. And I think that in the midst of that, there is a few of those who understand that. Right. Teamwork of course. Makes a dream work, you know what I'm saying? So right. wait, what about what DJ Vlad said that reparations should be that every black person that goes to college get get free tuition? What do you guys think about that one? I think I think I think I, I think everybody should idea. But the like thing, that. but the thing they say that is if everybody got a college tuition, then it's probably gonna mean nothing. Then, you know, if everyone has yeah, it, then the value drops. Their money. Yeah. The thing is that for generations. You know, okay, let's say this, right? If you guys got reparations and y'all each got a hundred thousand, what would you guys do with it? Own property. Invest in the business. And I mean, I mean, invest in the business and um, flip. You could listen. You could flip twenty. Let's say it's one thousand dollars. Okay, okay, one at a time. You said own a business. What type of business would you open? I would open a dance studio. A dance studio, cool. Where at? In what neighborhood? In your neighborhood or somewhere Best else? In Best Style. Let's get it. You got dreams. We're gonna support this. Like, how would you make it look like? Like, give us the whole picture. Like an actual detail. Yeah, describe it for the people so, so it can manifest. So a lot of dance studios have mirrors. I think that's obvious. So mm-hmm. I want like a three sixty, like mirrors all the way around. Um, also on the top too. Like I want it to be different floors for like um, beginners or professionals, different levels and everything. Wow. I want to have dance teachers myself. I don't want to be the one teaching there. Um, and I want it to be kids that I grew up with, people that I like believe in. And I don't just want it to be ballet or hip. I want it to be like mime, break dance, dances that like not as common as like hip hop or ballet. Or wow. You know, it's crazy. We could actually do it. You know, we have a non-for-profit. Yeah, yeah, support you, man. Yeah, we can do it. We'll support you. If we, could, if we could get a grant for that, then we can do it. We can support you. Yeah, of course. And you can run it, and we all eat. So what about you, Sanders? How would you flip the 100000 I think for me, it would just be owning a lot of property. Owning a lot of property and owning a lot of businesses and putting people to work because black people can work. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, and yeah, but we're gonna get that, you know. What, what, what we need right now, and I said, and I say this all the time, you know, what we need now, you know, because we already have one fundraiser consultant. The more that we have, the more the merit that we have, because at the end of the day, we want to do a lot of serious things in the community, so the community can actually feel what we're doing and stuff like that in a larger, you know, scale. Because like I said, you know, three thousand, four thousand school supplies, that's all right. Two thousand diapers, to me, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able. I want us to be able to shut the city down. And you think that people to, to, to make to make people think that we're selling crack, <laughs> like, but we're not selling crack. Like, wow. yo, why the lines are so long? Why everybody's out here? Mothers are out here. Yo, you didn't hear? Yo, these 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 black kings, these black queens, they came together. They got they got about over hundred thousand boxes of diapers. Come get your diaper. Like what? Yeah. 
But that was kind of the reaction every time we do the giveaways. Everybody yeah, like, what? Yeah, is this yeah. free? I mean, yeah, but for me, for me, for me, like I said, I want to shut it. I want us to shut it down. Because we have a clown out here who's a president who's making statements. I wanna, we want to make statements too. Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we make right. statements too. Yeah, you know? I mean, myself, if I had 100000 um, for those that are interested in buying property, there's a couple steps that you should do. Um, one of the first things you got to do is show a paper trail of your income. Yeah. Um, the most obvious is get a job. You That's can right. have at least three to four um, pay stubs showing that. And you have to show work history, showing that you've been on the job for a decent amount of time. You can't get a job tomorrow and try to buy a house the next day. It don't work like that. You got to show the bank that you've been working there stably and you can afford the house once you get it. Um, you also got to have a credit score of at least, I believe, 650. Yeah. But the higher your credit score is, the better it is because then you get a lower APR. Um, that's the interest rate. Um, also, most of the time you're going to need a co-signer because of the amount the houses are. Um, probably the cheapest house is probably 150 maybe in South Jersey. Um, New York, we know, is half a million and up wow. for the most part. Um, if you want a commercial, a big building, you need a, at least a million plus. Um, so f- most of the time with commercial, you got to put down 20% down. Um, you could go with the conventional um, FHA, first-time home buyer, or you can do um, a non-conventional, or you could do a hard money lender. Hard money lenders, if you know a millionaire friend that's willing to give you the cash, you pay them back later. <laughs> Some people do that. Um, so there you go. Once you do that, you can start flipping. You know, um, if you got uh, multiple dwelling, then you can do um, where you live downstairs and you rent the upstairs floors and then you have some kind of income coming in. That'll help you pay off the mortgage faster. Sometimes the house pays for itself if you have multiple units, um, but multiple unit houses are kind of expensive too at the same time. So that's something that you can do. Um, I, of course, would invest in the real world TV, you know, maybe get a bigger studio, bigger spot, better equipment. Um, Record label. Yeah, of course, pay for better advertisement. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, real estate flipped out a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I would just sit on it, though. I would sit on it and think maybe become an angel investor. An angel investor is someone um, that basically goes to conventions and other places, and they look for people with startups, and they invest mo- they invest their money into startups. Mm-hmm. A perfect example would be Uber. Um, Jay-Z invested $2 million in Uber, and now that $2 million investment is worth, I believe, Seventy million dollars. I know my good night. Um, so that's how you flip, really. You know, majority of the time it depends on what circle you are. And most recently, Sanders and I have been going to these buildings that you need special access, right, Sanders? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, talking about the last time we went in those buildings, we we need to get special access to get upstairs. What building is that? The meetings? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is that in order for you to go to this village, you got to be official. You got to be about your business. That's what I'm saying. You can't talk about these things over TV. But what I can say, but we don't mind putting you on. Because like I told you, like, for real, like, I'm not even like... No, but what I'm saying, here's my point, though. Yeah. We're starting to get up there, you know, where we're meeting people and we're networking and we're He's reaching these pinnacles where yeah. people like us, even our skin color, is the minority within these rooms. And, and it's a but, surprise. But then it's showing, it's showing our yeah. growth and maturity yeah. and everything that we're doing. I, like, for, for, I really want to like really help y'all because, like I said, it's real. Like I said, we was going, we went through it a lot. You know what I'm saying? So we want to be able to, you know, because you know when you're doing God's work, which I do when it's God's work, and God was only to mean necessarily means I'm preaching with my singing. 
Right. Like Beyonce's doing God's work. You feel me? Tyler Perry's doing God's work. You feel me? Using your God-given talent. Your God-given talent. God gave you the talent. It's for you. What you got is for you. The thing is that nobody, nobody can take that. take that from you. That's your truth. That's your story. You feel me? So when you're chosen by God to do the work, like you're gonna go through trials and tribulations. You're gonna go through haters. Like you're gonna go through that. But my thing is that. Why am I going to add fuel to the fire when you're already going through that already? You feel me? So we're going to help because we know what it means to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's what it's about. So whatever we could do to help, um, we want to really, really help. Like, for real. For, and we helped a lot of, a lot of people um, with no, with no uh, funny business. <laughs> Not being real. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, what's that guy name again who got caught up? Um, um, the, the white guy, you know, the the the, 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 the couch situation, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the couch situation? Yeah, like, you know, he was sleep with the girls and stuff like that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Weinstein. Oh, oh Harvey yeah. Weinstein. Yeah. He like, that's random. It's the truth. Yeah, but I mean, it's the truth. <laughs> I feel like that's a It's a random, it's the truth. I feel like, okay, guys. This is something that's going on even at my job right now. You know, they're making us do the sexual harassment um, training and stuff like that. We currently live in a very sensitive time, you know, with all these different things that people are manifesting into real life. And, you know, you got to be careful. You got to walk that thin line. I feel like the only thing we can do is the best thing that we can do for us, you know, and our people. We got to just look out for our people just like every other people look out for their people, you know. We got to. You know, but we can't discriminate against no, no people, and we gotta help everyone. We not. Know? We not discriminate against no people at all. You know what I'm saying? This is a uh, 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 more than a ministry. It's more. It's it's not for profit that want to be able to help people who are going through it. So we don't discriminate towards nobody. We had a gay person here the other day. So you know, he showed us love. He showed us respect. We showed him love. We showed him respect. You know, we respect. We disagree. It's all love with us and everything like that. So we don't discriminate towards nobody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just be the best human that you, you can, can be. be. <laughs> so we call we call over. What well, time is it right now? It's eight twenty-two p.m. Um, we could do closing thoughts after this last question. Yeah. Um, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Any questions you want to ask us? Okay, so what both y'all roles in here? What do you represent? Mm, that's a very good question. What's your role, Sanders? What's My, your job description? Well, I'm the co. <laughs> I'm, I'm the co-CEO. Um. I mainly focus on, it's a lot of things that I do, but my favorite thing that I like to do, the two things that I like to do with regards to this business, I love to connect. I'm very good with people. So I can go into a room and Public relations. Yes, I'm very good. (laughs) I'm very good with connecting with people. He has to give the gab. Yeah, I'm very good with that. That's his talent. I'm very, I go to a room and I could just brighten your day and make it happen. And just connect. So I'm very good with that. And I'm good in all settings. I'm not just good, just like, like even the like, like, like the Crips and the Bloods that have been they're like little lambs when they're around me. Like, okay, your pastor, 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 your pastor, say your crack was cracking, cause pastor, say, your pastor, let me get a hug, pastor. The, the God vibe, the God vibe, yo, you got that God vibe, look at that God vibe. So oh, that's the energy that yeah. I put. I could, I could see myself like later on in life. 
And I could see like Meek Mill and Jay-Z be like, yo, the pastor's here. Yo, what's up, yo, yo, your pastor, we need that vibe, your pa- you know what I'm saying? So you got the Rock Nation brunch? You know what I'm saying? You know, Rock Nation brunch, yeah, I'm not doing too much. You know, yo, 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 that's the pastor right oh, there. Speaking of that, I actually received an email um about this this convention that that Rick Rubin and Meek Mill are doing in the city. They invited me. Um it's about Ooh. it's about twelve. 1200 a seat though, but it's kind of steep. I was thinking about it, but I was like, I don't know. But it'll be a good I opportunity to network. I think you should do that. I think you should do that. I think it's, it's an event. I think it's an event. You should do that. But boom, in regards to that, it's I a mean, five day event. Yeah, so I think you should do that. I think it's, the connection was endless. Um, but that that's that's really my thing too. And also, too, um, I have, um, on my end, I have different ideas, community ideas that I would not share. But right now, I want to do this diaper tour. Mm. I want to give over a million mothers in the city diapers. Mm. That's what I want to do for all the mothers, you know? So I kind of know diapers are expensive. I know um, baby formula is expensive, so I want to be, be able to do that. Yes. Yeah, we're going to help each other. I could, the good vibes. Yes. Especially the silent one. Good vibes. <laughs> in regards to my role in yes. this, um, I guess I'm the, I don't know, I guess... I'm the person that does the paperwork and that yeah. tries to find, you know, um, the movers and the shakers, you yes. know, to, I try to get us in the rooms, you know, once we in the room, he brings the people in. That's it. So that's what we got to do, player. you know, and it's like, you know, Santa's come up with that idea and I come up with how to make that's it work, you know, Santa yeah. said, let's do community service. I'm like, all right, but let's do it bigger. Let's do a non-for-profit. He said, all right, let's do that. How are you going to do that? I said, I don't know. Do <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let, let me go on Google. And, you know, we went on Google. We was like, all right. It's like, now we need the money. So I was like, all right, we're going to raise the money. So, you know, it's like that, you know. Yeah, um, I always say it's like Moses and Aaron. You understand? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, um, God gave Moses a job to do and Moses wasn't ready to do it. Facts. And Moses was like, how can I, how can I go about these people that you claim to be my people, but yeah. I don't really know them? And they said, okay, use your brother Aaron to speak for you. There's been situations where me and Sanders are in a room and I get shell shocked. Or, all right, the first time Sanders and I, we gave out over 600 business cards on Fifth Ave. When we first started doing it, I stood there and I was like, man. And then Sanders was like, you know what? I got this, I got this. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And Sanders was just like going everywhere, just handing them out. I'm like, you know what? Let me just hand them out. And then, you know, the more I seen Sanders comfortable with doing it, the more comfortable I became doing it, you know? And there's sometimes when I'm in the room and there's like a whole bunch of people and I'm out of my comfort zone. I'm like, and I'm like, man, I wish Sanders was here because like he helps me become more comfortable and to that. go out. And once Which Sanders- amazing too. Listen, let me put it so, so cut you off. Yo, we went to this room. There's a lot of white people in the room. There's the only black people in the room. My man, I, the thing is, I, I don't like to tell people what I do because you see, when you tell me what you do, it, it's like this, right? Okay, boom. When I used to preach a lot heavily, right? I don't know how to treat that. They treat pastors like superstars in church. So I would just do this on purpose. When I go to a church, if I'm preaching out of state, I would just go inside a room and don't tell people who I am. Yeah, you I find me? But too. somebody, because I put in so much, the, so something called the work, I put in so much work that, <laughs> like, for, I put a lot of work in. I like, you know what I'm saying? The thing is that, the thing is that somebody would be like, oh, snap, that's the pastor right there. And I'm like, oh my God, I was trying to hide and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? He's really trying to hide and everything like that. Like, for real, for real. So, the thing is that with him, and the thing is that when, once they hear the pastor thing, yo, 
the, the whole narrative, the whole vibe, just say, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Pastor, I didn't greet you properly, ah, ah, ah. But I'm like, what you mean you didn't greet me properly? You should have greeted me properly regardless if I was a pastor or not. What are you Facts. talking about? Facts. You feel me? So I always do that all the time on some Beatle, Michael Jackson type of time. You feel me? <laughs> but anyway, continue. But what I want to say was this. We was in a room with all four white people, um, and my man went in. He presented himself properly and everything like that. I don't like to speak because, you know, you see my vernacular, um, I'm sharp. So he went in. So you know me, I went off. And these white people just looking like, like, like this, like this. Wow. Like, yeah, so like, it's like that. Like so, these you know, because, you know, like, like I'm, I'm the high energy guy, but I could be mellow too. So he was doing his thing. So I'm like, yo, I don't want to talk. I'm like, yo, do your thing. Do your, yo, do your, yo, bro, do your thing. Do your, just yeah. chilling like this with my suit looking fresh, with my Brooklyn hat. He's doing his thing. <laughs> then, then he says, yo, Sander, tell him. I'm like, okay. So I give him the whole rundown of what I've done, you know, prior before uh, working with him. And it was just so astounded they didn't want to work with us. So it's pretty much a Beatles thing. It's like, I'm John Lennon, he's Paul McCartney. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sanders brings the heart, I feel like. Yeah. And I guess I bring... The mind. The mind, yeah. You, you you're an that. animal. Yeah, I mean... He's an animal, he's a genius. I have a very analytical mind. Yeah. And I know how to manipulate yes, words yes. because of my vernacular, you know, and because of my extended education yep. and my and my thirst for knowledge. Like every day I yep. spend hours just listening to tapes and reading things, you know, so when I get into these rooms, I know what to say and I keep improving myself, you know, like Vice versa. even now I went back to school, I'm doing this master's and even after the master's I might do a PhD or I might do a JD. But I feel like all that is important because people are going to test you based on your intelligence oh, and they see black men that's owning businesses. What are your credentials? What? You understand? So, you know, we could always bring the heart, but we also got to bring that paperwork. That's a fact. And I feel like that's what we did to solidify us and everything that we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, I thank Sanders for being, I would say, that microphone, you know, to project our message even further, you know? Every day my brother sends me at least, exactly. Yeah. Every day he sends me like 10 contacts, you know? Yeah. Math, like he sent me the contact that sends you guys here today. So, yeah. you know. It's called the plug, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the plug. So basically yes. like that's how, that's how we yeah. able to continue doing the show and that's how we continue to grow this yeah. network of people, you know? Um, when I first met Sanders, he kept saying, I got 5,000 friends on Facebook. I got 5,000 friends on Facebook. You got this much friends? And eventually, you know, we got there, you know? Yeah, but, but you did. You had the 5,000. The thing is that you just did the math. The thing is that I think one time, I think if you see somebody's doing their thing, like no one person can eat. You know what I'm saying? If we come together, we can all eat. So I saw a situation. I'm like, damn, this guy's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. Let's come together and let's make something happen. You know, as a result, we here, it's only been two years now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We was on TV once a day. Now we was, now we was on TV three times a day. Y'all guys are gonna be eight on cable TV. I'm so sorry, next time we're gonna interview too. Just wanna <laughs> let you know that, if you're not that shy. Now we're on cable TV twice a week, three times a day. And every episode is, the, the least is 10K. Guaranteed tomorrow, we're gonna have at least 10K tomorrow. Guaranteed. On the live. On, Facebook. on the live. So shout out to everybody watching live. Everybody's watching it. And men live, women live, but numbers don't lie. <laughs> and the most like 50 to 70K guaranteed. So when we come together, we can make something special. 
Right. So just the energy, like your energy speaking a lot, and you have a lot to say. After this is over, because you know we don't want to talk, we're going to talk and we're going to see what we can do to help each other. Mm. No, we're going to really help each other, like for real, for real, because right. we can all win, like right. for real, for real. So closing thoughts, guys. Um, I was inspired by the Queens tonight. Shout out to Brooklyn. Um, I'm really thankful for being invited here. I'm super excited to be here and work further with you guys and get to know more about what you guys do. Definitely. Make sure you go follow me. Hey, what's your Instagram? Instagram is call underscore me underscore Coco Chanel and my Facebook is Coco Chanel. Yo, support my queen. You? Oh, YouTube too, right? Oh, in my YouTube is Coco Chanel. Yes, everything is Coco Chanel. Sadly, closing thoughts? I said I was inspired by the queens. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so my closing thought is yes. let's just be you, let's build, and let's keep it pushing. Um, shout out to everybody that's watching. Shout out to everybody that's watching on YouTube. Like and subscribe and share. Shout out yes. to everybody that's watching on Facebook. Like, subscribe, and share. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on Instagram. Um, shout out to everybody that's watching us on the Brick Network. And we thank you for all of you guys that's been supporting us, all you guys that's helped us get this far. And the next... I guess the next step is to, you know, um, to manifest all of this into riches so that we can enrich the whole community. That's a fact. I'm saying this close out with a prayer. Father, we thank you for inspiring us. Help us to be better. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 So thank you guys. Good night. We love you. Yep.